Eroticism is important. It influences and energizes our entire human experience. Eroticism isn't sex. It's sexuality transformed by our imaginations. We encourage alert listeners to cultivate eroticism, to play with it, smack it, and rub it down. We want you to enjoy yourselves, your partners, and your sexuality. You are entitled to your sexual self. This show is for adults only and contains erotic stories that sometimes feature provocative characters and intense themes and situations, spanning many literary genres including action-adventure, science fiction, romance, horror, fantasy, and paranormal. Please listen responsibly. Hey, hey, Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is your host, Rose Carraway, and joining me in the studio today, Big Daddy Dave Carraway. Say, hey, Big Daddy. One world, <laughs> one man. I love that movie. <laughs> I love Against that movie. Against all odds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It is Cuck Week, and it is day six, and Big Daddy said it right. Some stories feature intense themes and characters, and today is that day. Uh, Just a reminder, tomorrow is the last day for Cuck Week, so we hope you're getting all your things in. That can't be. I know, it's just freaking flying by. We've added new blog posts and interview links over at stupidfishproductions.com, you guys. So if you need to catch up, head over there and search Cuck Week. Today, on January 30th, day six of Cuck Week, here are our Cuck Week events. Slutty Sunday, an interview with a bullfriend with Nookie and Cuckoldress Scarlet. This is a live event hosted on the Moan app. We'll have the link for you to download the app in our show notes. It is only available for iPhone users. We've also got The Fine Art of Erotic Humiliation with Crystal Welch. This is a blog event hosted by crystalwelch.com. And we have Fostering and Loving Cuck Energy with Cuckoldress Scarlet. This is a live Twitter Spaces event hosted at at Cuckoldress S. That's three S's at the end. Plan ahead, Lord listeners, for our Cuck Week final wrap-up Q&A session on Twitter Spaces, where you can get your questions answered by cucks, cuckoldresses, mistresses, and bulls in the lifestyle. Remember to plan your questions out ahead of time. Have them written down so that you can read them off to me. If you prefer not to speak, I will be opening up the at Cuck Week Twitter's DMs during the event so that you can message your questions there. Follow Cuck Week on Twitter at Cuck Week. That is our hub for all the links to the events, interviews, and blog posts as they happen. Hey, we're still doing audiobook giveaways. We're giving away five more today. It is a first-come, first-served basis. The first five people who tweet us at the KMQ, I heart Insatiable Wives, will win a free Insatiable Wives audiobook. No DMs do not count. You must tag us so that that shows up in our timeline. 
So today we're going to switch things up a little bit. Instead of an interview snippet, we thought it would be interesting to provide you guys with our Tonight She's Yours Volume 2, a little snippet from Dr. David Lay's foreword that he wrote for that anthology for it's really us. Good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so here is the, in the sorry, the foreword, a little snippet of our foreword by Dr. David Lay. Ultimately, I found, like with all things sexual, cuckold fantasies and behavior are intrinsically connected to many different, complicated things in people's lives, sexuality, and relationships. Every fantasy, kink, sexual desire, and cuckold relationship is unique and driven by the individual characteristics of the people involved. I also learned these desires and fantasies are far from rare. Recent research from sexual scientist Dr. Justin Lee Miller found that 58% of men have had a fantasy of watching their wife or girlfriend with another man. Along with sex columnist superstar Dan Savage, Dr. Lee Miller and I recently investigated the previously undescribed practice of cuckolding in the gay male community. There, we found many elements that are similar to the practice of heterosexual cuckolding. Different kinds of people and different kinds of relationships explore different aspects of this fantasy and desire. People in more secure relationships are more willing and interested in watching their partner have sex with somebody they know, whereas people who feel less secure in their marriage are more anxious about sharing their partner with somebody who might be a threat to their primary relationship. But in these relationships, whether gay or straight, research found that cuckolding turns out to be a predominantly healthy, positive, and exciting aspect of the couple's sexual relationship. A foundation of the cuckold fantasy is that these men find it deeply arousing and exciting to imagine and witness their partners being sexually fulfilled in ways they alone cannot provide. Sometimes, this experience includes elements of submission Sometimes there are aspects of voyeurism or bisexuality. But always, the cuckold's core desire is rooted in wanting their partner to push their own limits of pleasure and ecstasy, while the cuckold waits or watches with bated breath. While usually initially reluctant, many women describe tremendous personal and sexual growth and fulfillment when they dip their toes into the heated waters of their husband's cuckold fantasy. Wives often fear that their partner's desire to be cuckolded means something is wrong in their marriage or in their husband and are usually delighted to discover that neither of these is true. Often, the couple experiences a powerful jumpstart to their sexuality as the husband reclaims his wife, confronted with the erotic evidence of her adventures. The outside sexual excitement translates to gigawatts of electricity coursing within the couple's intimacy. For many people, these desires remain just a fantasy, and these fantasies bring tremendous excitement, thrills, and pleasure to a relationship. I was so good. That was like a trip down memory lane yeah. when we published Tonight She's Yours, Volume 2, our second mm -hmm. cuckold anthology. You know, the cherry on top was having Dr. Lay write that forward for us. 
Yeah, I, that was a big deal for us. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I, I thought for sure, oh, he's going to say no. He's gonna, like, I had so much doubt, but I had to ask. I had to. Uh, and damn it, I'm so glad I did. So what do you think of that number? 58% of men fantasize about watching their wife or girlfriend have sex. A number I completely else. believe. And yet I think 18% of men would actually own that. Yeah, yeah. That's my thinking. I don't, you know, obviously, I don't know that. But I'm a man in the world work who's been in predominantly male-dominated environments. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have a f- pretty good sense of of how they would behave, at least with other men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I fucked your wife better than you can. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, that's yeah. like the ultimate, mm-hmm. you know, fuck you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? So. Yep. Yeah, and then, you know, I loved that Dr. Leigh Miller, Dan Savage, and Dr. Leigh did the gay cuckolding Mm -hmm. research. And I think Dr. Leigh, at one point, I think he said, you know, they didn't know that it was happening until after gay marriage had fortunately been legalized. And then that started kind of happening. That was fascinating. Right, that is fascinating. Yeah. Like, it's so much of this kink Mm -hmm. really relies on the context of who you are in your Mm -hmm. life. And that uh, there are female cuckolds out there, mm-hmm. cut queens. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome. I love it. Uh, we have an audiobook snippet to share as well today. And it's from Chapter 8. It's titled, This is No Easy Ride. Here you guys go. Some of the only empirical research about the effects of polyamory on relationships has been conducted in gay, lesbian, and bisexual relationships. While the validity of this research for heterosexual relationships may be debatable, the findings indicate that polyamory and negotiated non-monogamy do have beneficial effects on relationships, especially when compared to relationships where infidelity has occurred. In one study with gay male couples, Almost half of those couples that had agreed to be monogamous had experienced sexual infidelity in the past year. Those couples that had negotiated agreements of non-monogamy reported much higher levels of relationship satisfaction than couples where infidelity had occurred, even when the infidelity was still secret, with only the unfaithful partner aware of his extramarital activities. Both swinging and polyamorous couples report a very high level of communication around their relationship needs, sexual needs, and the practice of non-monogamy. Some polyamorous couples even have written agreements around their non-monogamy where they commit to use of good communication skills in and around all relationships. MSNBC writer and contributor Brian Alexander, author of America Unzipped, describes Kevin and Liz, a young couple whose developing, evolving rules have required much work and renegotiation. Their initial rules used state lines as a way to set boundaries, allowing sex with others when one or the other was traveling. Some sexual behaviors were okay within state lines, but sexual intercourse for either of them within state lines was only allowed in the context of a threesome. Outside partners were limited to people who wouldn't complicate their relationship, and so co-workers and colleagues were off-limits. But like many other couples, no matter how often Kevin and Liz communicated with each other about their rules and limits, they found situations they didn't expect and uncovered feelings and confusions they didn't see coming. The rules had to become a constant work in progress. Isn't that fascinating? 
<laughs> you know, the title of that chapter, This Is No Easy Ride, I think that that's an excellent title. You know, the concept of watching another person fuck your partner, uh, that's a tough concept to wrap your head around. You know, even if it's a desire that you have, yeah. you know, if you play with that fantasy at home, like what we do, versus if you test that desire and you take it out into the real world, that might challenge you um, and you might not be prepared to handle it as as much as you thought you would um so there's you know a, there's always going to be complications mm-hmm. that you cannot you like you can talk to your blue in the face about rules this and rules that and you should you as need to definitely establish those but we're emotional creatures no. and jealousy can peek its green little head up and and you as long as you have a good partner who can uh you know, help keep you kind of level, you know, um, that you can still talk through those emotions with, I think you're, you're with the right partner. Uh, you know, and that goes with just talking to your partner about any desire that you have, sure. you know, that you want to try out in the bedroom or whatever. Um, so it's, I think, time to kind of get to our, our KMQ Cuck Week story of the day. Uh, oh my God, for day six, I know. Um, and it's titled Parallel Lines. It's written by Theophilia St. Clair. Um, but I'm not narrating this one no. today. And I just want to let our listeners know that this is... Um, um, yeah, this is a male-on-male situation. Yeah, so. which was so fun. I'm so glad we got this one for uh, uh, Tonight She's Yours, Volume 2. I, God damn it, I was so glad. Um, I just hope I did a good enough job. I'm the narrator yeah, on this Big one. Yeah, Big Daddy narrated this one. Woo! <laughs> you got good pipes, daddy Yeah. Um, so, hey, here we go. We're dropping you in, Lurid listeners. Here is Theophilia St. Clair's Parallel Lines. How long have you been coming here? Kyle exhaled a cloud of cigarette smoke into the dark blue night, where he stared at the younger man walking beside him. Um, three months, I believe. No, yes, three months. Salim, the college kid who'd pursued him for weeks, still couldn't look Kyle in the eyes. Kyle looked at the top of Salim's curly dark head. Has it really been that long? Oh, yes. Huh. Kyle glanced away from Salim's fidgeting fingers and shuffling footsteps. He didn't usually go for younger men, especially not ones this shy and inexperienced. He put his cigarette out against the side of a trash can and tossed it in. Salim was only 20, and he looked it. With his wide eyes, tussled shepherd's hair, and baby fat padded cheeks, Kyle had been intrigued by the young man's persistence. Salim had come to the record store, where Kyle worked almost every day. Today, they were finally going to have sex. But no matter how much he tried, Kyle knew he could never be the kind of lover Salim deserved. He'd tried to convince Salim of this for months, but the young man still pursued him. The time had come to finally show him. Salim's warm hand slipped into Kyle's, startling him from his thoughts. The kid still stared at his feet, smiling. Kyle felt like shit and swallowed the lump in his throat. This is for his own good. Kyle's apartment was four minutes away from the record store. Salim always wanted to walk him home after work. 
Kyle had only recently started inviting him inside. He never took the time to clean anything in the hopes that it would convince the kid to go make puppy dog eyes at someone else. Kyle tidied up today. Once they were inside his apartment, Salim took off his shoes and set them against the wall. Kyle kicked off his boots and headed into the kitchen, turning on the lights as he went. Want something to drink? Yes, please. He pulled open the refrigerator to reveal only two cases of beer. Shit. No way Salim would drink the stuff. He filled a glass with tap water instead. His ice maker didn't work. Kyle shuffled into the living space where Salim sat on the couch, fidgeting. Here you go. I thought I had some sodas, but... This is fine. Thank you. Salim palmed the glass and brought it to his lips. Even the way he drank, with tentative sips, seemed innocent. Kyle looked away. He was really out of his element with this one. Are you hungry? No, I ate already. But thank you, he smiled. Guilt washed over Kyle. What were they even doing here? Oh, right. He planned to show Salim why he was the wrong choice for him, since telling him still wasn't sinking in. Kyle? Kyle blinked back into reality, finding Salim inches from his face, his wide eyes filled with concern. Kyle buried his nose in the smooth hollow of Salim's neck and raked his hand through his soft, jasmine-infused hair. Salim trembled in his possessive grasp. Don't worry, I'm not going to hurt you, but I need to show you something, Kyle whispered. They kissed for a little while, soft, languid pecks gradually becoming more urgent. Kyle took Salim to his bedroom, where it was dark and quiet. He pulled Salim down into the bed and reached for his button-down shirt. Salim pressed a hand into his chest. Wait, can we turn the lights on first? Kyle hesitated, seeing Salim's face once he broke the truth to him would make things worse. Why? Kyle snapped, though he hadn't meant to. I... I wish to see you. Kyle's heart fluttered inside his chest. I don't know. That's okay. You don't have to. Salim pressed his lips into Kyle's, less tentatively this time. I'm just happy to be here with you, like this. Kyle stiffened. He stood up before he could be swept away by Salim's sweetness. Take off your clothes. He meant to sound commanding but his voice wasn't much louder than a whisper. He turned to the bedside lamp, waiting while Salim undressed. Even though he was old enough, seeing Salim strip off his clothes to get down and dirty with him was still unsettling. Salim turned around, sat on the edge of the bed, and pulled a pillow into his lap. A blush, visible even in the near darkness, spread over his face. Even partially covered, Salim was beautiful, lithe, and lean his perfect skin glistening like jeweled sands under the hot desert of sun of his homeland in India. His small, dusky nipples begged to be bitten. Drop the pillow, Kyle said. What? Salim stammered. You heard me. I want to see all of you. Oh, okay. Salim gradually revealed himself. He had a smooth chest, arms, legs, and face. Yet his beautiful, already semi-erect cock was surrounded by a small, shiny black bush. He looked boyish, but he possessed a man's endowment. Too bad Kyle wouldn't be able to enjoy it. Not after tonight, anyway. He smoothed the hand over Salim's chest. Sit back against the headboard. Okay. Salim scurried to comply, giving Kyle a nice view of a muscle-rounded ass he wouldn't mind plowing all night long. Kyle followed him until they sat face to face, close enough to kiss again. Now what? Salim asked 
his tone breathy and eager-sounding. Kyle studied his features. You trust me, don't you? Salim nodded. I completely trust you. Kyle pressed his mouth to Salim's collarbone and dragged his tongue across his warm, sweet skin. He licked his nipple and sucked the erect bud into his mouth, all the while getting turned on by Salim's fervent whispers. I'm going to tie you to my bed, Kyle whispered, against Salim's skin. If you want to. Kyle reached into the nightstand for an old tie, then bound Salim's wrists to the headboard. Salim's gaze shone with what looked like trepidation. Kyle? Shh, don't worry. Everything will be all right. A knock sounded on the front door. Perfect timing. Kyle left to answer the door. He opened it, and the man who stood before him was tall, muscled, and intimidating. Damn, I hope I didn't miss the party, Charles said. You're right on time, actually. Come in. Get undressed. Charles sauntered inside, practically bursting at the seams of his tight clothing. Want me to take off my clothes right here? Yeah. There's a beer in the fridge if you want. Come into the bedroom when you're done. Kyle returned to Salim. He looked relieved to see him. Who was that? Salim asked. Kyle crawled onto the bed and buried his hand into the thick hair of Salim's nape. I'm sorry, he whispered against his lips. For what? The door opened, and Kyle leaned aside. Charles waltzed in. Salim's eyes flew open, his body stiffened as he took in the sight of a large, naked man. Kyle's heart sank. He felt like such a dick for doing this to Salim. You ready? Charles asked in a deep, commanding voice. Ready? Salim asked. Ready for what? Kyle, what is happening? Remember when I told you I needed to show you something? Kyle pointed to Charles. This is it. Is he one of the lovers you... Yes. Salim brought his knees to his chest, maybe to find some sort of modesty. Charles chuckled. Kyle's told you that he's a dirty slut who can't be satisfied with just one man, Salim. Kyle bit down on his bottom lip. As much as he didn't want to break the kid's heart, he knew he had to go through with this. Had to show Salim why getting involved with him was such a mistake. The kid just wouldn't listen. And right now, Salim wasn't demanding to be released. Kyle met his gaze. You left me with no choice, Salim. I have to show you. He moved to the edge of the bed and pulled Charles's body close and immediately took the bigger man's cock into his mouth. Yeah, Charles cheered. That's what I'm talking about. Suck it, slut. Kyle sucked it. Even though Charles's cock was shoved into the very back of his throat, he sucked and sucked and moaned when he tasted salty precum on his tongue. Charles gripped his nape and face-fucked him in earnest until Kyle gagged. Salim strained in his restraints. Don't worry, boy. He likes it. Charles slapped Kyle across the cheek. Don't you slut. Charles sucked in a deep breath when he was finally let up for air. Yes. Yes what? Yes, sir. I really like it. That's what I like to hear. Charles shoved him back onto the mattress, inches from Salim's legs, then grabbed Kyle's foot and snatched him close. In a series of quick movements, he yanked off his pants, lifted him up, and turned him upside down, holding him tightly, pressed to his slick, hot body, tasting Kyle's cock too. All the blood rushed to Kyle's head, but Charles's mouth on his cock was heaven. He instinctively took Charles's cock down his throat as well. Oh my God, Salim whispered breathlessly, 
his voice registering past their gags and moans. Charles sometimes liked to hold him in this position for a long while. But this time, he didn't. He tossed Kyle back onto the bed, making Salim bounce. Get on your knees, slut, he said. Kyle got on all fours and then shot a quick glance at Salim, who stared back at him, chewing his bottom lip. Kyle looked away and told himself this would all be over soon. Salim might finally hate him enough to stay away, find a healthy relationship. Hell, he might even hit Kyle as soon as he was untied from the headboard. It's for the best. Charles delivered a staggering smack to Kyle's left ass cheek. Fuck, he hissed. Don't space out on me, boy. We've still got a show to put on. Kyle licked his lips. His ass was on fire. Yes. Charles gripped a handful of his hair and yanked his head back. Yes, what? Sir, good boy. Glancing over his shoulder, Kyle watched Charles roll a condom on. Charles snapped the condom into place, then growled. You ready for this? Wait, Salim said. At the sound of Salim's soft voice, Kyle glanced up, even though he didn't want to. Salim's eyes were downcast and his face was flushed with color. Wait, what? Charles asked. Aren't you going to... Going to do what? Besides this slut. Lubricant, Salim answered in a quiet voice. Aren't you going to use some when you... Charles laughed. Do you need lube, slut? Kyle stared at Salim. No, sir. See, he's been well trained. You don't have to worry. But since he's been so good, I think I'll give him a little something. Charles spread Kyle's ass cheeks apart. Oh, damn. I wasn't expecting it to be this tight. How long have you been holding out, Kyle? Kyle lowered his gaze to the cotton sheet beneath him. He didn't want to admit that he hadn't touched another person since the day Salim declared his feelings. It had been the hardest three months of his life. Literally. Kyle needed this. You must be special if Kyle actually went this long without an ass-fucking, Charles said. That's none of your business, Salim said. His voice sounded indignant. Kyle didn't look up. Charles spat into his asshole, and Kyle shuddered. He'd done so much worse. He clutched the sheets, enjoying the slow rhythm of Charles's finger sliding inside of him. It had been much, much too long. Charles smacked him on the ass again. On your back, slut. Spread your cheeks. Kyle didn't hesitate. Charles pressed his finger to Kyle's lips, the one that hadn't been in his ass. Suck. Kyle sucked the digit greedily, moaning like it was his favorite lollipop. The finger-sucking didn't last long. Charles gripped Kyle's legs and plunged his hard, spit-coated cock deep inside of him. A pained groan escaped Kyle. He grit his teeth as Charles plugged his hole. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, it's been so long. Fuck me. Oh, Kyle, Salim whispered. Charles didn't fuck him hard right away. He took a few moments to drag his cock all the way out, spit along his length, and then rammed it all the way back in. Kyle whimpered. He made other embarrassing noises, too. He hadn't felt this good in months. Charles finally gripped his hips and fucked him hard. Kyle wanted to cry with relief. Nothing in this world compared to his favorite drug of choice, rough sex. He'd abstained for far too long. Charles pounded him against the mattress so hard the bed shook. Salim shook. Charles grunted like a beast, devouring its prey. Kyle drank in the musky scents of sweat and sex and the primal sounds of rutting. This was his nirvana. 
You're enjoying this, aren't you? Charles asked. Fuck yes, Kyle cried out as Charles hit the spot. Not you. Him. Kyle's half-masked eyes flew open. What? Charles chuckled and then pulled out. He climbed onto the bed and stretched his massive body opposite the headboard. His long legs bent at the knees. He beckoned, crooking a finger at Kyle. Come sit on Daddy's lap. Kyle started to straddle Charles's hips, but Charles twirled a finger. Face the other way. Kyle turned around and froze. He was only a foot away from Salim, but that wasn't what made him still. Salim's eyes were so heavily lidded, he looked as if he'd been drugged, like he'd somehow joined Kyle in his personal heaven. He had not expected that reaction. Charles spit into his hand and stroked his condom-covered cock some more, then lifted Kyle by the waist and set him down on top of his dick. Kyle hissed. Charles was so fucking deep inside him, a soft whimper caught his ear, and Kyle peered at Salim again. Salim squeezed his legs together, chewed his bottom lip. Could it be? Kyle reached out and touched Salim's knee. Let me see. No. Salim shook his head. Kyle pressed Salim's knee a bit more firmly. I want to see. Salim lowered his legs and revealed his cock, rock hard, erect, and weeping. Kyle's jaw dropped. Charles had been right. Salim was enjoying this. He swallowed. He yearned to hold Salim, to reassure him his reaction was perfectly natural. But Charles pinched him hard. He seemed to be growing impatient. When Kyle gave him the okay, Charles continued drilling into him, hard and furious, letting out a string of incomprehensible pleas and curse words. He grabbed Kyle's cock and jerked him off in time with his thrusts. Oh yeah, don't stop. Kyle wanted to close his eyes and ride the wave of pleasure but he forced them to stay open so he could watch Salim. He imagined Salim's smooth hands all over him, pinching his nipples and fondling his balls, and he imagined Salim's hard, twitching cock in his mouth. Kyle couldn't hold off anymore. He threw his head back and exploded all over Charles's hand with a deafening cry. Charles gave several rapid-fire thrusts and emitted a roar of his own as he came to. Kyle slumped forward, panting. Phew, you have no idea how much I needed that. Charles slid out from beneath Kyle and stood. You two talk. I gotta head home. He pulled the condom off and said, Nice meeting you, kid. He strode to the bedroom door and left without another word. Alone in the musky, dim room, listening to Salim's stimulated breathing, Kyle tried to find the right words, but couldn't. He forced himself to face his soon-to-be ex-lover. I had to show you. I'm sorry, he blurted. I needed you to understand how I am. He raked a hand over his sticky, sweaty, sated body. Charles was right. I'm a slut who craves sex from different men, like a junkie craves drugs. These last few months have been hell because I've tried to go without. But I did it because I care about you. I don't want to hurt you. Kyle? Simply telling you hasn't been enough to dissuade you from chasing after me. Kyle? Selim pressed. What? 
Could you please untie me? My wrists hurt. Yeah. Kyle inched toward the headboard and undid the tie. Once freed, Salim threw himself into Kyle's arms, crushing their lips together in a dizzying kiss. Kyle couldn't have been more shocked. He expected a punch. A kiss? Not so much. Salim pulled back and glared. You're such a jerk, Kyle. I know. How dare you decide for me? Wait, what? I'm not going anywhere. Kyle sat up abruptly. Don't you get it? Don't you understand what I've been trying to tell you all this time? I'm not the right guy for you, Salim. I understand perfectly. You were hoping to scare me off, to protect me, right? But Kyle, I'm the one who pursued you. Remember? I've never had this grand idea of you being a wholesome, goody-two-shoes type. I know your trouble. But, Kyle croaked, look, I've watched you for a long time. You don't get it. How could you still want to be with me after tonight? I need to do this again. A lot. I can't help myself, Salim. I'm weak. If that's what you need, then we'll do it. I honestly don't mind. In fact, Salim said, pressing his still erect penis into Kyle's thigh. I really enjoyed it. Kyle groaned. Are you serious? Yes. I like watching you, no matter what you're doing. Or who. You're so beautiful. Let me prove I can be the type of lover you need. Just give me a chance, please. Suddenly, it dawned on Kyle. Salim liked being cuckolded? Kyle buried his face into Salim's thick hair, inhaling the familiar scent of jasmine. Okay, he whispered. Salim smiled a wide, hopeful smile. Really? I don't deserve you. You can do a hell of a lot better than me, Salim. But I only want you. I want you too. Listen, I'm sorry. Don't be. Would you do something for me? Kyle noticed Salim was blushing and staring at him from beneath his long, thick lashes. Kyle's dick twitched. Anything, whatever you want. I was just wondering, Salim said, twiddling his fingers together, if you could help me with this. He gave his crotch a brief glance, his blush darkening. Would you mind letting me come in your ass? Kyle's heart skipped a beat. He slid his palm over Salim's erection and held on. He swallowed Salim's whimper with a deep kiss and then pulled away and grinned. I think I can manage that. listeners we hope you guys enjoyed the show that was parallel lines written by the lovely theophilia st Clair. you guys can follow her on twitter at jess st Clair. that's j-e-s-s-s-t claire c-l-a-i-r-e if you want more sexy stories and would like to support the show, please go to Amazon, iTunes, or Audible and search Rose Caraway. Please remember to leave us a review so that more lured listeners just like you can find us. Audio production by Big Daddy Dave Caraway. The Kiss Me Quick's Erotica Podcast would like to thank the following musical artists. 
Kai Angle, and the CamQ Introduction Music by Fivich. The Kiss Me Quick's Erotica Podcast is a Stupid Fish production and is brought to you by Tonight She's Yours, Cuckold Fantasies, Volume 2. Stupid fish. Yeah, and I was good, wasn't I? You were delicious. Delightful.